Welcome to The Movement with your host, Shannon D. Hughes. In your life, do you celebrate the downfalls along with the peaks? You should. These define you as the person you are and help you learn your way to personal success. Now, here is the host of The Movement, Shannon D. Hughes. October the 3rd, 2018. Everybody, welcome back to The Movement. I am your host, Shannon D. Hughes. The movement is about sharing histories to set up for a bright future for everyone. If people that, that don't know that's tuning in to the show for the first time, we are going to share the ups and downs, the pitfalls, the victories, and we also share what is to come. This is about the human spirit. So most people that's listening to the show should be human, so I think this should connect with you. Let's give out the particulars, 866-472-5795. That is 866-472-5795. If you have any questions for my guests or who I'll introduce in a minute here. International, uh, the, the list is just growing of the countries that are tuning in from China to Germany to Finland. Checked in for the first time uh, last week. Thank you very much. Mexico, Argentina, Toronto is big. Thank you, San Francisco, Chicago, my home city, Kansas City. I'm I'm really appreciate all the love you guys have been sending me. But international, I have a number for you, 001-480-398-1405. You can also email the show for questions, comments for the show and for my guests at Shannon D. Hughes, that's the movement.com. That's Shannon D. Hughes, dash the movement.com. I mentioned this in my last couple of interviews. Um that I have been traveling quite a bit, networking everything. And actually, my last two guests that I had on, which was Holly Porter and Donna Ginwa, I met them at the same time as my guests today. Um, world-class transformational trainer, neurotransformational coach and speaker, and hypnotist. Look at there. Third-tier training system works on the conscious, subconscious, and cognitive levels, creating powerful results in areas of wealth, power, success, self-esteem, and confidence, it's an honor to have this person. This is the most powerful trainer you have never heard of. You'll hear of her today. <laughs> Aubrey Haas, welcome to the movement. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm great. I'm great. Thank you so much. And uh, I'm glad you're, you're calling in from where I grew up. So Absolutely. it's nice uh, yeah, to be on with another Chicagoan. <laughs> you know, we got to touch on that in a minute. So just two things before we actually get into this. First of all, you just celebrated a birthday recently, if I'm not, am I correct? Saturday, yes. That's that's right. So happy belated birthday, my friend. I, I hope you had some fun on that. And secondly, I, I joked about it before we came on. Typically, I, when I reach out to my guests, I would say, hey, you know, I would like to talk about this. Give me four or five points you want to talk about. And it came out <laughs> as 45. So, ladies and gentlemen, we will not yes. be having 45 talking points. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> uh, but, but we're going to narrow it down and have a good interview anyway. So I just wanted to get that out of the way. So, Aubrey, <laughs> let's talk about, uh, before we get into all your the things that you do now, let's talk about your growing up you talked about being from chicago so talk about uh your 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 young childhood what was that like um yeah i mean you know if you looked at it on paper i think it would have been picture perfect you know i I grew up in in the uh the south suburbs and um really good parents you know uh upper middle class america type of thing but um you know inside me i had a lot of pain that that i never let out and um, and so even though I had, a, you know, according to standards of family, like a really good childhood, um, mm-hmm. I was miserable inside. And, um, you know, when I was young, uh, I, I felt like I was a different gender. And, mm-hmm. you know, long before the Internet was <laughs> around, uh, I didn't know that anybody was ever like that. 
So, in fact, I didn't really even know until I was about 19 that, that there were people like me. Um, and I, so I felt very distant and confused, and I just realized really fast, like, I can't tell anybody this. Like, no one will love me. Uh, there's something wrong with me. And, and I buried those feelings inside. So really about the, the first 30 years of my life were spent in kind of this, you know, deep, dark hole inside of me. You never know it outside. <laughs> you know, right. I am, I'm a jokester. I, I like to laugh and you never know it outside. But yeah, it was the inside struggle that was really uh, pertinent to me that, that shaped how the rest of my life would go. I didn't know it at the time, but you know, it did. So, um, yeah. So when you were dealing with, you thought you were, you know, uh, different. How, did, how did mm-hmm. you deal with that? How did you did you talk to somebody? Did, was it all internal? Did you, did you, you know, I don't know, write poetry? Did you, what was your outlet for dealing with that at, at such a young age? Yeah, I, my outlet was really humor. Um, and I realized that when I made people laugh, uh, I would laugh and I would feel good for a few minutes. And uh, that was really my, uh, my strong point, my strength. So I, I'm still very sarcastic to this day um, <laughs> and very funny. And, uh, uh, it, yeah, it was, I didn't talk to anybody. I didn't know I could talk to anybody. Um, and that was kind of like one of those prisons that, uh, that I put in my own self. And, and, you know, I know later we're going to talk about kind of how, uh, the brain works. And, and I think we've all had that kind of feeling that before where we felt different or out of place or whether it's in life or in a group of, you know, people. And that's really just our own brains lying to us. Um, but I didn't know that till much later on in my life, you know, that it was just kind of a lie I was telling myself. Right. Um, I had an opportunity to talk to somebody. Uh, I, I asked to go to, uh, counseling when I was young, but even then I was too embarrassed to bring it up. So I never did. So it's, it's really interesting, you know, cause there was just that shame kind of hanging on me, uh, right. of who I thought I was. So let's spin it forward a little bit. When you got older, um, I'm sure there had to be some type of drastic moment in your life where you started to shift. Can you pinpoint when that was and what that was like? Oh, wow. You know, there was this, there was this really strange moment. I, I had actually met somebody and I felt like I knew them from before. Like I knew kind of everything about them, uh, even though I never met them before. And there was this moment there where I kind of said, well, wait a minute, if, if something like that is possible, what else is possible? What else am I not looking at? And right. as soon as I kind of stepped outside my world and said, um, if, if things aren't the way that I think they are, how could they be? <laughs> right. Um, right. My, my brain was just like, oh, my God. And literally the possibilities started coming in. So it was a really, uh, just a really strong, powerful movement, if you will, inside myself that I needed answers. And, uh, and it's kind of one of those things when you ask for your teachers to come, they come. And so I, I was yes. blessed. I, I got, to, got to study with uh, shamans and gurus and do energy work. And I had this like really cool transformational path, but it didn't start until I said to myself, hey, if things aren't the way they appear to me, then how could they be? Right. And that was really the change that set everything up for me. I agree. And you said the movement, and that's what you are listening to the movement with my guest, Aubrey Haas, 866-472-5795. Um, so you 
you you spoke to somebody, you started to uh, kind of, I guess, evolve. I guess would be the word to say here. So yeah, tell tell me what so. it was. Tell me what it was like when you started to evolve. What was Aubrey's mind like as you're transforming into how you? what you felt you were all along as especially as young as you were back in the day what what was it like when you started to evolve and what did what were some of the changes that you were pleased with not pleased with surprised were there things about you that you didn't really know that you know like wow this is i didn't know i had this in me tell me what that was like when you started to evolve a little bit i i think most most everything after that i didn't know that i had in me because i spent this time in such a dark place and really just believing these lies that I told about myself. And so the ability to be open, to be open with other people. Um, now, here's the funny thing. I still didn't really want to talk about my, my gender stuff, but right. I was creating this foundation of how life could be. And that right. was the most important thing, you know, because I knew I wasn't ready to jump into that quite yet, but I was learning so much about what the foundation of life is the foundation of consciousness, the foundation of, of how my brain works and how other people's brain works. And this took me down this journey of neuroscience and, and cognitive and cognitive therapies and human behavior. But it, it really was. It was this awakening of if I don't have to be the way that I am right now, then who could I be? And it right. was in that moment that I realized that the world was open to me. And so I just, I didn't put any stress on it. I didn't put any expectations on it. I just started growing. I wanted to learn more. I wanted to grow. I wanted to have a, a good fund. And, you know, as you know, like you, you can only build uh, such a big structure on the foundation that you have. And if you want to build a bigger structure, you have to build a bigger foundation. And so everything I was doing was very foundational in nature and realizing how much more that I didn't even know. Like I didn't know and I didn't even know I didn't know the stuff that was out there. And so, you know, some things I took in, I'm like, wow, that's really interesting, but it's not on my path. And some things I took in, and, I, and they're still a part of me today. Um, but it, it really was this evolution of starting to like myself and starting right. to realize that I am a good person and there is nothing wrong with me. And um, it, whether I fit in or don't fit in, like this life is my life. It's not anybody right. else's. And how can I make the best of it? And so it was really just this amazing growth process. Uh, that was so beautiful, and for mm-hmm. like everything was just sailing smoothly. It was it was it was such a dramatic change from what was before being suicidal, you know, and and praying for the strength to pull the trigger at night with a gun in my hand. So all of a sudden, going like, wow, like I can't even recognize that person anymore. Right. Eight six six four seven two five seven nine five. We've got a couple of minutes before the break, Aubrey. Um, were there? And, and I don't want to put more in your mouth. Were there any times when you, I had previously asked you when you started to evolve and things of that nature, were there um, any times where you said, am I sure? Meaning, am I sure this is who I'm supposed to be or because this is what I'm feeling? Because sometimes we can, I, I'll speak for myself. Sometimes I can misread what I'm thinking, even though I know it's me. Sometimes I'm like, hmm. wait a minute, am I sure? Were there, were there any points at, at times that you said to yourself, am I sure this is right for me, how I'm feeling? Is it just, but it sounds like you didn't. I could be wrong because you've dealt with it for a long time. Can you, but just before the break, were you ever yeah. second guessing yourself? Yeah, and, and I probably still do to this day on, on some sense because, 
you know, the, the one thing about life, like we can be sure that that's the car I want, you know, right. um, because we've test drove it and everything like that. But I think that when we're making big life changes, um, what, what really kind of happens is when you've been doing the wrong thing for so long, when you start doing the right thing, it actually feels like the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. because the, the wrong thing felt so right for so long. And right. so, again, it's, it's this process of the brain um, that, that we do doubt ourselves. And surety comes through experience. It doesn't right. come through necessarily on the very first moment that you do something or the very first time you try something. You know, being sure of yourself comes through experience. If you want to do, uh, you know, if you're a water skier and you want to progress on doing tricks or, or getting better, the surety that you build come from knowing how much you've done already in the foundation that you have. And then you can progress. It doesn't be like, well, I've never water skied before, so let me try to do a tumble turn while I'm barefoot water skiing. You know, that's right. not going to turn out well. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think, I think there's always this period. I don't, you don't necessarily have to be sure, but don't let that stop you from taking action because the feedback that you get from that will mm-hmm. continue to point you in the right direction. Because um, you'll say, is this either closer or further away from my goal? And you say, oh, well, this one took me further away. All right, well, then I'm not going to do that again. But this step actually took me a little closer. So now I'm going to do that and make a new choice. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think if, if you're waiting to be sure of something before you make a choice, you're really never going to make that choice. And this is why Aubrey is on the show, and this is why it's called The Movement, 866-472-5795. Aubrey, we're going to go into the break. But when we come back, I want to talk about, if we can, about the suicidal thoughts and what that was like and how you started making your transformation and then how it took you down the road to where you started to head to, to your present occupation. And let's let the audience in on that. We will be back with my guest, Aubrey Haas, right here on The Movement, right after this. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If your life needs some structure and direction, you may need a life coach. Interested? Contact Shannon at SDHughesEnterprises at gmail.com for a free 30-minute consultation. Trying to find a buyer for your home? Tired of paying fees and commissions? Need to get out of your home quickly with no fuss? Real market experts can help. Get a cash offer on your home today. Our nationwide network of investors will ensure you receive the best price for your home in Chicago and the Chicagoland area. Get started now. Call 1-800-SELL-NOW or 708-887-0795. You can also visit our website at realmarketexperts.com il. Is your credit card processor for your business charging you high processing rates? Do you need an upgrade of your current credit card processing terminal and would like it for free? Let North American Bank Card lower those processing rates and qualify you for a free brand new credit card processing terminal. Call Shannon for a free statement analysis, 708-887-0795 or email Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Thank you. 
You are listening to The Movement. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send an email or if you are looking to be a sponsor for The Movement, contact the show via email to Shannon at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. That's Shannon at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. We'd love to hear from you. Always want to hear from our listening audience, 866-472-5795, international 001-480-398-1405. Email the show questions or uh, comments for the show, shannondhughes-themovement.com. You can also listen to the replay of this show later this evening on voiceamerica.com on the Influencers channel. And you can also catch this fabulous episode with my guest, Aubrey Haas, at iTunes tomorrow. You can download and listen to it as well. We always love feedback. Please leave feedback on iTunes and on Voice America as well. We are back with the most powerful trainer you've never heard of. Well, you've heard of her now thanks to that first wonderful segment that is Aubrey Haas. And uh, so, like I said, we are now about maybe a third or fourth way through our 45, you know, talking points that we're going to talk about today. And just, <laughs> before, just before, I cannot let that go. And just before the break, uh, Aubrey, we, we were talking about, um, you know, you know, you evolving and, and, and you had mentioned earlier in, in the interview where you were saying you, you kind of had, you know, you was kind of wrap, you know, trying to dealing with the stuff that your mind was going through and you had kind of suicidal things going on in there. Uh, I know that's a little touchy subject, but I, w- I would like to ask, tell me what that was like when you kind of got, I guess that would be a depression period. I guess that would be understating it. What was it like when you got to that place and how did you come out of not taking your own life? Um, <clears throat> well, I, I think some of that was just divine in nature um, mm. uh, that I didn't. Um, and I think ultimately is because there was something in my mind that, that you know, looking back on it now, it says um, I, I didn't really want to die. It wasn't that I wanted to die. It was just that I was so sick of living with this pain inside. Right. And I think there was a distinction there. Um, and, yeah, you know, the, the, the brain is, you know, every, everything that I went through has brought me here. So some of this is looking back on this, you know, 20 years of, of studying how the brain works in neuroscience, but the, our brains are, are very much more wired to negative information than positive. And that goes back to when we were, you know, foraging for food. And if you heard, uh, you know, a leaf get stepped on, it could be something there to kill you. And mm-hmm. so uh, overall, our brains are about 40 times more uh, addicted to that negative tripwire than it is positive tripwire. Right. Um, which is uh, why you see some of the things in the world today, especially if you, if you watch the news every day and you're feeling unhappy every day, stop watching the news because Correct. it's all bad news. Correct. Um, and, and so, you know, in that, in that period of time, my brain was just in the space of, I can't keep doing this. I can't keep, it wasn't, it wasn't pointing me towards, well, what could you do? <laughs> it was just right. reinforcing this. I, I can't go on. I can't feel like this anymore. I don't want to feel like this anymore. Um, and that leads you down to, you know, you get to kind of this desperate point where you don't feel there's another choice. It's like, if I'm going to feel this pain for another 40 or 50 years, I don't want to do that. Right. Um, and, and then you reinforce that every day because here's the thing. Once you have an idea or belief in your mind, you will absolutely find the evidence to reinforce it. 
Like Correct. we don't act outside our beliefs, mm-hmm. right? And, and that's actually part of this bo- the belief paradox that I talk about. We, we won't act outside our beliefs given the chance. And so if, you, if you're feeling like, you know, I, I'm different, uh, I'll, nobody will ever love me, blah, 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 you can't actually act outside of those things. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I would have people in my life that would love me. I would have a, a relationship with somebody that would love me, but that didn't fit in with my belief. So right. I had to push them away and had to make it their fault if they were going to stick around because that's the only way that I could reinforce my belief. Um, and really, I mean, it, I think it's different for everybody because you either get to, the only way that you really change a belief is to have a brand new experience that is so powerful mm-hmm. on, that it takes you out of that belief and into something new, or you make a conscious choice. I think right. mine, my time was a combination of the two. It was... Um, it was more the experience first of meeting this person and feeling so connected like I knew them and, and talking to them and realizing there's things I knew about them that there was no way I could know that had my, my brain make the choice of if this is possible, what else is possible? Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a combination for me that drew okay. me out of that place. Um, but, you know, ultimately you can use this in, in anywhere in life. As, as you know, like I've told you before, so... I went through a great stretch where I was building my foundation. It was great. But then it, then it was transition time. Now, you know, it was like, now I have my foundation. I want to transition from male to female. And I know I don't fit the typical female structure in any way, shape or form in society's use. So then I had to reuse all these tools, you know, to build back up my confidence, to make the choices that are for me and all these different things, because there's a lot in the world that are saying, no, don't do that. And then (laughs) when I'm like, okay, cool. My, my tests are over. I had a traumatic brain injury. And I ended up losing everything because uh, not being able to work and things like that. And mm-hmm. I had to use these tools again, right? So it never stops. You can use it in anything that you want to do. But mm-hmm. basically, um, really kind of remembering that, okay, yes, I might be experiencing life this way, but that's just my experience of it. And at any time, if I choose to change my experience with the right tools, I can. And, okay. and that's what I learned out of all these experiences. Wow. is that we have an experience, but mm-hmm. that, that's just our interpretation of the experience we're having. If we make it true, then that's mm-hmm. the way it will always be, right? If we make it true. But if it's not true, mm-hmm. if it's just the way I'm being in this moment, then what's possible for me? And that's where change happens. Where was your family in this? How did they, did they support you? Did they not support you? Or was, was there any contact at all when you were going through the transformation? Was, were they supportive or non-supportive, non-existent? Um, I, I told my family a long time before I transitioned and okay. my family was kind of the ones like, let's just not talk about it. <laughs> okay. Right. You know, uh, um, when, when I started transitioning, um, originally my sister was very against it when I first told her, but mm-hmm. between the time that I told her and the time that I actually transitioned, she did a lot of research and she became one of my biggest allies. Um, nice. my, my dad was strangely accepting of it. Um, my mom was having the hardest point, but that was kind of her own internal stuff because, you know, for her, she doesn't like to be embarrassed. Like that's, embarrassment is like death to her. And in her view, the way that she had it was that in the eyes of her friend, it would be embarrassing. Um, I, I was very patient with them. And let them be where they were and right. kind of move them along. And um, finally got my, my mom to tell her best friend 
I said, mm-hmm. trust me, your best, your best friend isn't going to mind. And once she had that positive experience, she went on to tell other, other, other friends and all the friends just continue to love her and they love me too. Cause you know, I'm not a jerk. <laughs> right, so, right. um, so again, you know, she had this positive experience and so it wasn't that she, she wasn't accepting of it. She was more concerned about like, you know, that own self look, which is fine. You know, everybody yes. has their own stuff. Um, but now everybody's very supportive. I mean, I didn't lose a single friend. Um, I gained friends out of it and, uh, my family and I are really close. So it's, it's been a really good experience for me, but a lot of that has to do with me as well. You know, like right. I didn't force this on anybody, <laughs> you know, everybody gets right. to take their own time dealing with it. Oh, that is, that is, that's excellent. Eight six six four seven two five seven nine five. My guest is Aubrey Haas. Uh, we have a f- about five minutes before the break. Um, I've always wanted to ask this question. What is the most common misperception of someone that's transgender? Wow, that's a great question. Mm. Um, I think the most common misperception, uh, two things. I'd say the biggest misconception is that it's a choice. Right. And trust me when I tell you that I would have never have chosen this. In fact, most of my pain came from trying to choose something else. Right. Right. Trying to choose Mm -hmm. to fit in, trying to choose that route. Um, It's not. And the more that they do uh, research, they're they're showing that in transgender brains that there's these small, tiny little sections that are actually the the size of the, the gender that the person wants to be. Um, but the only re- the only they can only do that through autopsy, and most living transgender people aren't ready for autopsy yet. <laughs> right, so we're not exactly. giving up our brains. Right, but, I hope they're um, not right. I think that's the first thing. Mm-hmm. I, I think the second thing um, the the second thing is is that like it's a mental disorder, right? Right. Um, and it really isn't. I think that just for a long time they didn't really have any way to categorize it. So uh, in psychology textbooks. It, it was kind of listed as that. Um, but it's, it's kind of like when you get this feeling that you're hungry and you know, you want to eat, mm-hmm. um, it's the same thing, except that you want to be a different gender. It's, it's this, this unsatiable feeling and drive that's inside of you that, uh, you're not in the right body. It doesn't make sense. And, I think the biggest problem that people do is they try to understand it. And I tell people, I go, don't try to understand. I don't understand it. There's no way I could understand this on any level, given all my study and consciousness and neuroscience and all these things. I, I understand the ideas around it, mm-hmm. but you know, it's, it's a tough idea to understand. And I think that if you put down the need to understand and just realize that there's a human being standing in front of you and most likely it's a human being that's been through a lot of pain and it might be a different kind of pain that you've been through, but mm-hmm. it's still pain. Um, I think that when we view people through those lenses, uh, that's when the world shifts. Um, right. And not make it about, you know, categorizing something as such. I think those are the two biggest misperceptions. That's a great answer. It's funny. A friend of mine who's also transgender, I asked her that question about a year and a half ago, Aubrey. And her answer was very intriguing. I just want to share this. She said, we're kind of like the X-Men. And I said, how so? She says, well, it's like the fear of not understanding. You mean no one's fit to judge, but people think because we're this way that we're odd and we have some type of disease. 
And she said the disease is just people actually not taking the time to just get to getting to know the person no matter what they are. So she says, I'm right. an outcast, but I love it. I embrace it. But um, it, it, I've, I've grown from it. And I hear a lot of similarities between her and what you just said a minute ago. So that's that, that was a that was a fantastic answer. Uh, I always wanted to ask that. I asked that to her and I wanted to ask it to you since I got to meet you uh, a couple of months ago. That was a great answer. 866-472-5795. The most powerful trainer you've never heard of. Aubrey Haas is my guest. And actually, Aubrey, we are up against the break. But when we come back, I want to talk about kind of spinning it forward about what you being, you know, transgender and all the stuff that you went through, how that how that started to formulate you being an entrepreneur and how you started to study these things and kind of started branding yourself and putting yourself out there. Because uh, I got to meet, like I said, in Los Angeles a couple of months ago. I was impressed. So we, I definitely want to go in that direction next. We are here on The Movement with Aubrey Haas. We'll be right back on The Movement right after this. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Trying to find a buyer for your home? Tired of paying fees and commissions? Need to get out of your home quickly with no fuss? Real market experts can help. Get a cash offer on your home today. Our nationwide network of investors will ensure you receive the best price for your home in Chicago and the Chicagoland area. Get started now. Call 1-800-SELL-NOW or 708-887-0795. You can also visit our website at realmarketexperts.com il. Is your credit card processor for your business charging you high processing rates? Do you need an upgrade of your current credit card processing terminal and would like it for free? Let North American Bank Card lower those processing rates and qualify you for a free brand new credit card processing terminal. Call Shannon for a free statement analysis, 708-887-0795 or email Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com. If your life needs some structure and direction, you may need a life coach. Interested? Contact Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com for a free 30-minute consultation. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Movement. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send an email or if you are looking to be a sponsor for The Movement, contact the show via email to Shannon at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. That's Shannon at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. We'd love to hear from you. 866-472-5795 for The Movement. You can reach us here at The Movement. Uh, my guest is Aubrey Haas. And uh, you can also reach the show's website, uh, Shannon D. Hughes, themovement.com. We have past episodes there. I have Motivational Minutes that I have there. My first two books, Motor- Your Motivational Manual Volumes 1 and 2, they're available there and also on Amazon and Kindle Fire as well. I hope those you all will pick that up. You want to be a sponsor to the show or have any questions or you want to be a guest on the show, uh, Shannon D. Hughes, 
dashthemovement.com. Well, I was just talking to Aubrey during the break, and I want to bring this on the air because sometimes the stuff we talk about off the air needs to be brought on. And I, I, and I, and I hope Aubrey will go along with this. So, Aubrey, the thing I was we were just talking about was sometimes you know people are afraid to have the conversation when they talk about stuff that is quote unquote controversial or you know the, the things that are taboo people don't want to talk about it's just so and with the transgender community and and all this other stuff it seems like people are afraid to talk or ask questions some people are afraid to ask and then as you were saying a minute ago sometimes people can be standoffish when we're just trying to be curious um elaborate that on that a little bit if you don't mind that was great what we were talking about all during the break yeah i you know for me if somebody has a question, I would much rather ha- answer it than have anybody um, make up their own mind. And I, I think a lot of it is because people are curious. You know, mm-hmm. if, if you saw a, a breed of dog that you've never seen before, the first thing you'd be, do is to go, what kind of dog is this, right? Right, um, right. Or same thing with a, a car or anything new that you've never seen, you'd ask questions about it. And, um, and I think when people meet a transgender person, they don't feel that they have that option. And, and, you know, I get a lot of flack from the transgender community on some of my stances because I'm like, answer the question, be in service to them. You'll make an ally rather than an enemy. And, um, you know, I know that like, if I get uncomfortable with the question, I tell everybody I'm an open book, ask me anything about anything, no matter what it is. If I get uncomfortable, that's my own thing that I need to work on about not you know, where I am with that situation. But like people ask, you know, did you used to be a man? I'm like, yeah, I used to be. Or I'll joke around. I, I think you've heard me say before when I say on stage, I'm like, if you don't know, uh, judging by my deep voice, I'm German. And, you know, that usually gets a little laugh. And, um, but like this whole thing about acceptance is there's, there's an idea by some people that, that says you have to accept me the way I am. And that's bull, bull, bull crap. I'm on right. here. <laughs> that's, that's BS, right? right. You don't, right. Nobody has to accept anything. And if I don't accept you where you are, then I cannot ask you to accept me where I am in return. And part of accepting you where you are is being in service to you, answering questions. And every single person that I've talked to, especially being here in Las Vegas, I meet people from all around the world, you know, some deep southern states that I've, I've changed people's minds on about their ideas of transgender people just by talking openly to them because I am what I am. And no matter what, that's all I'm going to be, you know, no matter what I wanted to try to be or fit in, I still am what I am. And if I'm not comfortable talking about that, then what hope do we have, you know? And I just think that from both sides, for people that are curious and from people that are whatever it is, I just think if people just be an open mind and just, you know, whether you like what someone is or not really you know we're not fit to if if you are a fit to judge i would love to know your your criteria and what what your credentials are in that but i just think if you just have the conversation and just you know learn to you know i don't even know if you have to say so much except but just be aware of what's going on around you i always i always like to be aware of what's going on around me and i just think and 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 you and I, i credit you for saying because there have been some people that have been standoffers. I've had friends that have asked people, you know, whether they're gay or tra- or transgender or whatever. They'll say they'll try to find some way to politically correct, ask the question without being offensive. And then you will get the standoffish, you know, response. How dare you ask me that or what have you? And 
friend will say, well, I, didn't, I, just, I was just curious. Exactly. So I think it, it, it's kind of, I think both sides can learn to be a little um, sensitive and aware to, you know, when you're approaching the other, but it, just getting to know and just asking, I don't think there's any harm in it. I think we're doing more harm by not asking and by not answering yeah. the question, what you just said, I, I totally applaud you for that. I, I, I've always found that to be an issue. It just If you don't want to answer a question, that's fine. I mean, I don't want to be vilified for asking a question because some people are gen- gen- genuinely curious about it because you right. see the stuff on social media and all these documentaries. And sometimes you don't get the full, you know, the full <laughs> information you know, of what you, you know, have. We, we, haven't, we haven't taught anybody how to have how to have big conversations with each other, you know? And so, so everybody gets offended. And the funny thing is, I I hear people say, Oh, well, I get offended when somebody asks me my, my background, like what's my, what's my background. It's like, why? First of all, be proud of it. And second of all, I guarantee everybody that's ever had that issue. Like, well, why did somebody ask me that has asked the same question about something else. They just don't see it. Right. Something that they're curious about that they ask a question about. That's all this is. I'm curious. I don't know. I'd like to know. So I ask. And it's like, if you ask that about produce, it's okay. But if you ask that about my life, it's not like, it's the same, it's the same desire to to know, you know? (laughs) So why, why is, you know, asking, where did this apple come from versus, you know, what's your background? It's, it just, we, we have to, we have to be okay with who we are and realize that when people are asking questions, it's a chance to, to educate and get to know better and, and actually create connection. And when we create connection, even if we don't agree at the end, connect connectivity is, isn't going to lead to violence, isn't going to lead to dissidence. It's not, you know, that connection is going to keep us together. And this is why this show is called The Movement, 866-472-5795. Thank you for your transparency, Aubrey. I knew you would be, and you did not let me down, nor did you let the, the Movement <laughs> Nation down. I appreciate it. So let's, uh, let's spin it forward a little bit. So talk about... Um, and we got about six minutes before the break. Um, talk about coming forward where you wanted to kind of, you know, you, now you being an, you're an entrepreneur. You wanted to kind of take what you've been through and kind of help others, which I'm assuming that's what you're, you're doing. Because I'm pretty sure that's correct. Tell me how, what that, what, how did you start down that road to kind of branding yourself and getting out there and helping people and, and all the other things that you do? Yeah, I, you know, it, it really, a lot of things in my life happened by accident. Some really great things have happened by accident, um, which probably in the grand scheme of things was always on purpose. I think that the universe always acts with reason and purpose. Right. Um, but I, um, when I was learning, uh, e- even in, in my late 20s and 30s, as I was learning all these new things, it's my natural ability to want to help others. I, I've always wanted to help others. Ever since I was five years old and saw my first homeless person and, you know, got into a fight with my parents that we have to do something for that person. And, I, you know, I made him uh, bring me home and I made food and water and brought it to this person, you know. Um, it, that's always been in my heart. And so as I was learning these things, I was teaching other people what I was learning along the way because no matter where you are, there's always somebody that's, you know, that doesn't know that information that you can teach. And so teaching became this thing, but I never, never, ever thought I was going to do it. Uh, for life, I was more interested in, in knowing 
wanting to know why I did what I did or why people did what they did. And so it really took me on this journey of studying neuroscience and consciousness and transformational principles and philosophy and all these different things. And then um, through the course of everything, I got to study with like masters of transformation, um, became a, a trainer in, in the, the landmark LifeSpring advanced course, if you're familiar with that kind of work. And, um, and then even then I was, I was still questioning and I'm like, because uh, I would see people come out of a leadership program and then two months later go back into the same old habits of their life. And I go, well, why, why is that? And uh, maybe I'm asking the wrong question. Instead of why don't people, uh, why, why do people do what they do? Maybe I need to ask, why don't people do what they know they're supposed to do, but just mm-hmm. don't? And then that took me down through the subconscious and cognitive and became a hypnotherapist and, um, and dealing in people's subconscious. And so, uh, you know, it, it kind of, it just all kind of fell in. And, and as I realized that there's people that really want this information that can change people's lives and especially doing large group transformation, um, you know, workshops and seminars, and you see how they, they, they look different from the moment they came in to the moment they leave and you watch this transform. I knew it was something that I had to do full time. Um, but I, I also looked at like the limitations and I wanted to add what was missing and so I still add, I still add on to things um, when I learn something. I'm like, oh my God, that would be so perfect for this client or in this situation, or I can bring this into this workshop. Um, so it was just a cumulative process. And I, you know, when, when people go, what's the meaning of life? Um, my right. answer is always knowledge and helping others. Like that's, that's what I believe the meaning of life is. And the knowledge isn't for you. The knowledge, it is, but it's also for others. Like, you have to get that message out. And so it was just a natural step for me um, to start working with individuals. And then I started working with businesses and realizing that I can change somebody's business in a very short amount of time just by working on these foundational principles. And like I said, a lot of people build and build and build, but they don't have a strong enough foundation. And, um, you know, I'm a big football fan. Uh, sometimes when your team's getting beat out there, the coach will say, let's just go back to the basics, right? Uh, right. And if you don't have a strong enough foundation in that basics, you're going to build the exact same thing over and over and over again, which is actually the second part of the belief paradox is that your life already is what it's going to be based on the tools and the beliefs that you have. Um, and that if you want to get anything else, you actually have to act outside of your beliefs, which is, of course, the paradox. Um, one of the ways to do that is to make a conscious choice and get new tools and get some help and get a coach or trainer. And, um, and I saw how powerful that was in my life, how my life shifted so much between being suicidal and being almost Zen-like at times, you know, uh, and by no means have I, am I anywhere close to enlightenment, but there's times when, when I can just observe the world spinning around out of control around me and going, I'm going to be okay. And how can I make a difference? Whereas before, it would have spiraled me down as well. Um, and, you know, I think that people deserve a chance to have their best life. And if I can contribute that, why wouldn't I? You know, and ultimately, that's, that's it. Because we all have our own self-limiting beliefs. We, don't have, we all have our own spirals. We all have our own uh, story about ourselves. We all have our own perceptions. And that can shift if you want it to shift. And if you choose to make it shift and then get the right help to make it shift, and that's what I do with people because, you know, depending on what school of thought, we go through this life once. 
sometimes we come back, depending on what you want to say, but let's make it the best life you've got. So that's, that's why I chose to do everything that I do, just to be in service to others. Drop the mic. 866-472-5795. 866-472-5795. Aubrey, we're going to go into the break. And uh, when we come back, I want you to kind of elaborate a little bit. I want you to talk about, you know, kind of the successes you've had with it. And if if it may be even dealing with people with their ego about, you know, I've got I'm already, you know, big time. What, do I, what else do I need to know What if you encounter that? And then you can give out all of your information and also leave us with a message here on the movement. So we will be right back with the final segment of the movement with my guest, Aubrey Haas, right here on the movement right after this. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Is your credit card processor for your business charging you high processing rates? Do you need an upgrade of your current credit card processing terminal and would like it for free? Let North American Bank Card lower those processing rates and qualify you for a free brand new credit card processing terminal. Call Shannon for a free statement analysis, 708-887-0795, or email Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com. If your life needs some structure and direction, you may need a life coach. Interested? Contact Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com for a free 30-minute consultation. Trying to find a buyer for your home? Tired of paying fees and commissions? Need to get out of your home quickly with no fuss? Real market experts can help. Get a cash offer on your home today. Our nationwide network of investors will ensure you receive the best price for your home in Chicago and the Chicagoland area. Get started now. Call 1-800-SELL-NOW or 708-887-0795. You can also visit our website at realmarketexperts.com slash IL. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Movement. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send an email, or if you are looking to be a sponsor for The Movement, contact the show via email to shannon at shannondhughes-themovement.com. That's shannon at shannondhughes-themovement.com. We'd love to hear from you. There is always a way out, according to Renee Reich. After suffering from a devastating illness and the loss of a good friend, most would succumb to these types of pain, but Renee Reich was not having it. On the next episode of The Movement, she will show how she dealt with those adversities and also what it was like stepping away from her Fortune 500 company job and starting a business of her own. That's next week with my guest Renee Reich on The Movement here on Voice America at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Catch the replays on demand and on iTunes as well. Sadly, we are in the final segment of the show today with the most powerful trainer you now have heard of that's Arby Haas <laughs> and uh Arby, yeah, yeah I had to change that up a little bit so Arby so let's talk about the actual but you kind of d- uh, dug into it a little bit before the break talk about you know when you're in front of people and you're talking and you know I offer this and whatever and I'm sure you have some powerful people sitting in front of you say well, how can this person help me and you know the egos kind of get in the way 
How do you do? Mm, how do you yeah. how do you, how do you how do you deal with this? So, well, let's try it. How do how do you approach? How do you deal with that type of uh, kickback from from people like that? Um, well, you know, not everybody's ready to to work with somebody. You know, mm-hmm. not everybody's ready for the life that they want. And um, we have this idea. And I believe me, I'm one of these people. Like, I can do it myself. I can do it myself. And I realize how much that in my way of everything that I ever wanted. Like, you know, the, the team you build around you is going to support you um, mm. in, in so many ways. And so some people I, I choose not to work with if they're right. not ready, um, <clears throat> if they're in resistance to it. But basically, uh, you know, the ego is designed to keep us safe. And so one of the things that it does is it, it doesn't want to make us wrong about anything. And if we're not wrong about it, then the world is or somebody else is. Um, right. But think about living that way for a moment that literally makes nothing in your life, your responsibility. And when you realize that the goals you want, the life you want is your responsibility and it's only up to you to get it. Um, Tiger Woods, I, I just, I, I can't say enough about it. Just one, uh, you know, another, uh, tour champion, uh, mm-hmm. uh, well, it was the FedEx, I think it was. Yes. Um, and he did that with trainers and coaches. He was, he was the number one golfer in the world. And, but he got back with trainers and coaches. He doesn't do it by himself. Every top athlete don't, has trainers and coaches. Like, and then who are we to think that we can do it by ourselves, you know? Right. Um, but, yeah, sometimes it is the ego that just goes, I need help. But don't focus on the needing help. Focus on the goal. What goal right. do you want in your life? What do you want in your life that you've been waiting for that you haven't been able to achieve yet? And do you have something like that in your life? And think about what that would be like to have it. And then if you really want to have it, again, the, the belief paradox states you won't act outside your beliefs, so you have to either have a new experience or make a conscious choice. The best way is to make a conscious choice that says, I'm going to bring in help. I'm going to bring in somebody to help me get it. Because if you, if you, can, have, you can have somebody else create your dreams, and I think I'll, I'll say this really fast. I wasn't going to. But, you know, if, if I want to make a million dollars by the end of the year, do I have to do it if it's my goal? No, I don't have to do it. Could I easily bring in somebody that says, make you know, uh, $1,250,000 for me by the end of the year and you get $250,000 of it. And right. then they do it all for me and then I have my million dollars. So like, you, know, you don't have to do it by yourself. Right. There's so many ways to achieve your goal. Um, so for the people that do want work, there's, there's so many things that I can offer from, whether it's one-on-one coaching. Uh, I talked a lot about the foundation, the foundation of the beliefs. And when I had my head injury and I didn't know if I would ever be able to be on a stage again, I created an online program that it's over 30 videos long, just on self-transformation. It goes really in-depth in belief structures and, um, and how you do you in your life. And then it has an entire other section on goal setting. And I'm, I'm really proud of it because you can do that from anywhere in your life. Like, so people, and, and it's, it's super, like, incredibly ungodly affordable. So uh, because I wanted people to, to take action. I wanted people, I want people to have the life they want. I don't want, you know, only if you pay me, you know, $5,000. I don't want it to be that way. Right. Um, and so, you know, just know that there's resources out there for you. And, uh, and, if you really want to have that life, you can have it. Um, but if you haven't had it yet, you, you need some help on getting it. You need to learn something. Um, and uh, I mentioned hypnosis. You know, the, the brain, 90% of our brains work from the subconscious. 
Mm-hmm. And those are all reactions. And if you think of the word react, it's to act again as, as if I always have, right? Um, right? We need to get you in the mood of, of taking action rather than being reactive. Mm-hmm. And um, the subconscious holds 90%. All your emotions, experience, thoughts, interpretations, beliefs, that you act out of habit. Those are all habit. 10% is us actually taking action. And so hypnosis goes down into that subconscious, and it's not like things that you've seen on TV. I mean, it is, but it's not. Um, it's just a really, it's a deep state of relaxation where all we do is we bypa- bypass that, that conscious, critical mind. It's mm-hmm. almost like you're in that state, like, right before you fall asleep. I can't program you. I'm not going to say, you know, if I said, hey, go kill your family, you'd be like, that, that's crazy. I'm out of here, right? Right. Because you're not right. unconscious. I'm not in control. But what we're doing is we're really getting to that emotional feedback that you constantly feed off of that's blocking you from your goals and then reprogramming it because the subconscious doesn't know the difference between imagination and reality. Um, so I do that. I work with individuals. I work with cu- uh, couples for um, relationships, rebuilding relationships um, based on all these same principles, building the right foundation. Uh, because when you build the right foundation, you build anything you want on top of it, anything at all. And like I said, I've, I've had to start over three different times in my life. And all three different times I've used these foundations to get where I want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you know, we, the more that we help each other, the more this world is going to change. The yes. more we become isolated, uh, the more that we're going to just see things fall apart. And, you know, the other thing that I am in my life is I really do want to bring people together uh, working with me or not, that has nothing to do with it. Just like, mm-hmm. you know, really bring a new conversation into this world because we need it right now. We need yes. it so bad right now. Yes. And, uh, yeah. and that's another thing that, you know, that's one of the reasons I speak. That's one of the reasons that I help people because believe me, if I change your life, you're going to be that much more apt to want to change somebody else's life once you're happy, content, and living the life that you want. Right? Um, right. Because the unhappiness is what we're seeing in the world right now. I agree. I agree. We got a few minutes before we close. Uh, Aubrey, I want you to give out your information where they can contact you, and then you can just leave us with a little message for those who listen. Please go right ahead. Yeah. Um, so easiest way, uh, my my website is Aubrey Haas. That's uh, H two A's one S one E. So it's H A A S E dot com. Two A's one S one E. Everybody screws that up. Don't worry about it if you don't, <laughs> uh, if you do. But, and there's a contact page on that, on that back page. That's the easiest way to get to me. If you remember Aubrey Haas, my name, Aubrey Haas at Aubrey Haas, that's my direct email. All right, that comes right to me. So you guys can go ahead and, and email. So it's my full name, Aubrey Haas, H-A-A-S-E at AubreyHaas.com. If you go to Facebook, it's uh, Facebook.com slash Aubrey P is in Patricia Haas. Uh, LinkedIn is LinkedIn slash in slash Aubrey Haas. Twitter is at Aubrey Haas. YouTube is YouTube slash C as in channel slash Aubrey Haas. Um, I don't know. Just Google me too. <laughs> I, I come up everywhere. Uh, and, and get in touch with me. I mean, even if it's just for us to have a conversation of, of what you want in your life and seeing if it's possible for us to work with each other. And again, I do have ways even off, you know, uh, offline being in person, online in, in life, that you can do it at your own pace and really change your life. Um, if you're thinking about a goal, if you've been struggling to get there, uh, this, these are my words of advice as we close out, is if you could dream it, if it's in your consciousness that you want it, you have the ability to do it because 
That's the reason it comes up in our mind. We don't think of things that we cannot do. Um, but more importantly is, is that you're worthy of having that life. You are deserving of that life. You deserve it. A lot of people, when we say we deserve it, isn't that egotistical? Not, not in an egotistical way, but that as humans on this life, you deserve to have your best life. You are good enough. You are smart enough. You are beautiful enough. You are all those things. Don't believe the lies that you're telling yourself. And if you ask only one question to yourself today after all this is, am I willing to be wrong about the story that I'm telling myself? And if that answer is yes, then the world opens up to you in in an instant, whether with me or just by yourself. Aubrey Haas was my guest today. Thank you so very much for your movement that you started. And thank you for being part of my movement today, Aubrey. Thank you very much. Thank you. I really appreciate being on here. See you all next week with Renee Reese. Remember, get a little movement in your life. Take care. Thank you for joining us for The Movement. Your host, Shannon D. Hughes, invites you to tune in again for another edition next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel.